you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Hello? Yes. Welcome to Nerdmouth Theater and Meltdown Comics. Harmontown is now in session. I'm your guest comptroller, Kamel Nanjiani. Please welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon! All right. Thank you. It's good to see things are already under control. Well, it's funny because you were like, how can you fuck this up? <laughs> I, well, I didn't. I mean, this was the first mic I was trying to use. There's no, nothing attached. Yeah, we've had a couple guest comptrollers and people want to know. Uh, yeah, uh, you can sense that they want to do the job right as opposed to wrong and stuff. And I always am tickled by the notion that you could do it wrong. But uh, uh, because uh, this crowd, I mean, forget it. These guys, they're, they're, just, they're just lovers. They don't care. That could have gone on for 20 minutes. They would have watched you change batteries in a flashlight. I think they had jumped off board yeah. 30 seconds in. No way. Did you guys jump off board? I shouldn't, you shouldn't ask a negative question. <laughs> Did you guys fail to jump off board? <laughs> yeah, right! <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a technique telemarketers use uh, is they always ask questions where the on, the answer can only possibly be yes. They'll call you up and go, uh, "Do you love the lady of the house or something like like are are do you do you do you enjoy do you enjoy long distance like you're, you 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 can't you, you psychologically do you enjoy long distance yeah like they'll say they'll say things that that it's just like like the answer in your brain can't be no so you, they get you saying yes and they get you saying yes a lot oh that's smart yeah do you like ice cream yes. Hitler was a bad guy right yes yes how's your home security. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you were, speaking of security, you were in a hot air balloon on Twitter. <laughs> it wasn't just on Twitter. It was on my regular life also. I was in the physical world on but, a hot air balloon. But did you really get into a hot air balloon? Yeah, I got into a hot air balloon and I realized it is exactly what it says it is. It's not helium or anything. It's just a hot air balloon yeah it's air and they heat it and if you stop heating it you die yeah you crash it's but if it if, it, if you if if if, if the, like the propane ran out whatever they're using to make the torch go you would you wouldn't it wouldn't be like a plane running out of gas like you would just you would just float down to the ground right Yes, but you wouldn't the, be. There's no steering wheel on it, right. so you land in the middle of a highway, 
and that you know, then you're dead. I wonder what the statistics are on hot air balloons. Like you know, I so- think fifty percent of the people die. <laughs> it's always such a peaceful seeming mode of transportation. They get the smile faces, or it's a Garfield floating over the trees. But I bet they do that to compensate. I bet it's, I bet it's like base jumping. I bet you people lose their heads and shit. Oh yeah, fifty percent of people die. I saw the balloon that they were inflating, and it had all these like little pieces of tape on it like i was like what don't use the one that has no holes in it yeah they're oh. patching up holes i want the new hot air balloon for sure you know you can take a little bit of nail polish though if you uh, and put it on there uh, something what I does learned. nail polish do it just stops the run in the balloon something i learned from mccall's um what's mccall's it's a magazine do you guys know mccall's <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm not from here, so a lot of this is going to be you explaining basic pop cultural things. So it's Father's Day. You know what that is, right? <laughs> Just from the name, I can surmise. Yeah. Do they have Father's Day in Pakistan? Not really. Yeah. Uh, but now he gives a shit. You know, now I have to call. Yeah. He didn't know what it was two years ago, but now very upset that I didn't send flowers. I, I sent flowers to my dad, but I don't know that he got them because I, I texted my the number I had for my dad in my phone, and I and I was just I was thinking about something else, and I and I I looked at the text that I sent my dad, and it said Happy Birthday. <laughs> There's so many sadnesses in that sentence. The number I had for my dad is maybe the saddest phrase in the English language. So then I immediately followed it up with dot, 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 to all fathers. (laughs) Did he respond? No. uh, Which is, but I I don't think it was his number. I I don't know. How often are you texting that number? I'm not. I don't text him a lot. And I, uh, like my mom, my mom has my text message. But my mom, like my mom, was getting eye surgery for her cataracts, and she was communicating with me through Twitter direct messages, <laughs> which come to me as text messages because I'm subscribed to the right. service. That, and then after a while, I'm like, you have my text. I don't know. It's weird. You know, your mom's on Twitter. She has an account that's locked with two followers, <laughs> me and my aunt, <laughs> that she uses to just, I think, read tweets. She doesn't, she doesn't want to be tweeting nothing or does having she, anybody tweeting at her. How many people does she follow? Does she follow people? Like, is she... I think she just follows me and my aunt. And I think, <laughs> I think me and my aunt follow her, and I think that's it. Um, my, my mother-in-law has a Twitter account. It has one tweet... And <laughs> so her cousin, her name's uh, Elizabeth Long, and her Twitter handle is Elizabeth Long. That she's she's eighteen. It's okay, Elizabeth Long. And the only uh, so my grand my my mother in law was trying to follow her, but she didn't succeed. And the only uh, uh, tweet she has is Elizabeth Bitch Long. It's the only. It's just her trying to type it in. She tried typed it in. She uh, typed it in wrong. Right. Elizabeth bitch long, not Elizabeth long. Elizabeth bitch long, uh, and just tweet. And she's like, I give up. Uh, and it it's must, still it out there. It must be so confusing. Like, 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 like. Already, that's that's happening to me at forty-one, but just in ways that are very specific. But one day, just normal public life is going to be that. Like everything's going to feel profane. 
and and arch and and inaccessible and exhaustive, right? Because you can imagine this poor person like typing. So what do I? What, I I have to type the at symbol and yeah. then I have to type her name and then the word bitch. That's this is how, <laughs> this is how I'm allowed to love her with my computer. Like, like it's just like it must seem so overwhelming, you know. Like I I remember my grandpa before he died. Like like do it, it was really impressively like. Like like using his his new Macintosh to balance the Freemasons spreadsheet for his local <laughs> chapter. He's like he's got his little glasses perched on his nose and his little mouse. He's like moving it around and every you can tell every it, like his these are hands that clutched bloody bayonets <laughs> at Guadalcanal, you know, thrusting and removing from the enemy the blood gutters spraying arterial mist into the air as he shouted to the clouds, freedom. <laughs> Only to come back home and just find out, wow, like, now they make the yeah. cars for us? Yeah. <laughs> With the left click and the right click do different things? Yeah, there's two buttons on the mouse now. I just learned with the one button. <laughs> I mean, the fact that, that was back when it was like, the, the idea of the mouse was ridiculous. Remember that Star Trek movie where Scotty picks up the mouse and he talks into it? Hello, computer. Anyways. Um... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> You never talk about your dad, really. You talked about your parents as a set. Like you talk, you they talk. have a unified front. Yeah. <laughs> they have made a decision and they're sticking with it. Um, I, I'll talk about my dad. My dad is was is sort of like the funny guy in the family. He would always be doing like jokes. He does jokes about that. What's that ethnic group? The the Patans. The Patans. <laughs> is your dad the first with a There's, snappy Patan joke? Uh, yeah, that's exactly the kind of jokes he would do, and he would actually do a lot of like sh- fart and shit jokes. And to this day, I don't think they're funny, and I think that's my rebellion against him. Can you can you tell us just one joke that your dad really likes? He would say he would always say that if you ate bubble gum, you're sh- you would shit like a yo-yo. And I would be like, Dad, that is not funny. And I still think it's not funny because he said it. Uh, um, that seems like a good segue into the uh, realm of conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> you just launched a podcast on the. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a podcast called The X Files Files on Feral Audio. It's going to be about The X Files. It's for almost nobody. <laughs> what do you mean gonna be? You're on your your. It up. is, yeah. yeah. Well, episode three comes out. Dan uh, is on it. Uh, it's a really great episode. We'll episode talk f- about. four. It's episode four of the X Files. Episode three of the podcast. Oh, it's oh the, okay. I mean, this I is go by X Files. I go by X Files. Very poorly thought out. This is going to be confusing <laughs> and inaccessible uh, by design. Did, oh. It ca- it came out of the gate very successful. I only have one uh, experience with one podcast, which also came out of the gate very successful. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I I just uh, do, do do new podcasts always kind of end up like on the front pages and the things because of their algorithm or not always, but I think what they do iTunes algorithm. This is. I don't know if this is interesting. If, to you're, just, if you're just tuning in to uh, <laughs> pod, the podcast file cast p- file, I was going <laughs> to say the podcast files, cast, podcast, but that's an actual files. podcast. It's it it like weights the weight weights new subscribers more than existing subscribers. So if you get like if I get a hundred more, that means more 
that sends me up higher up the charts than someone who has thousands of subscribers. So, so in the beginning, you end up higher because you're getting new subscribers and new reviews and stuff more. It's so kind of, it's like a it's like a gold rush. It's like a manifest destiny. It's like they're it's like they're incentivizing it's incent- settlers. It, it it is exactly that because I was like, I'll just do this and I'll do it every now and then. Who cares? And then they're and like, then, Wow, you're really good at this. Yeah, which is it, what Scientology says to you. Exactly. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> or like when you draw Tippy Turtle for the art school thing. <laughs> And you, you send in your shittily drawn turtle, and you always get back a thing that goes, whoa, stop the press. Yeah. Michelangelo, I think you might be good enough to give us $5,000. Talk to your parents. That's a good-looking turtle. That is exactly what this was. Because it was number one in comedy for like 10 days. And then you're like, wait, why is it what? Why is it 11 now? Yeah, what happened? Fucking Marin! Yeah. I'll tell you, I was very happy for the few days it was above Marin's podcast. Uh. I flirted with taking a screenshot and sending it to him, but I knew I would regret it for the rest of my days. He's got to be so sick of that. He's like a, he's like a, a yield sign in some hillbilly highway. He's just filled with buckshot. Like, like yeah. everyone that drives by... Uh, <laughs> that everyone that has a new podcast is gonna like take that screenshot of I beat Marin. Yeah, but it's not yeah. really true. Well, well, not everybody who gets a new podcast gets to beat Marin. <laughs> Just very, you know, rare uh, X Files based podcasts get to do that. All right, so your dad, he's a. I picture him in a wife beater. No. Uh, <laughs> How is it? Chain smoking. We used to smoke. Quit. Started up again. Quit. It's a struggle. I picture him as Tony Shalhoub. Who am I kidding? You picture him as Tony Shalhoub. Just... Quick change, and that's racist. Uh, no, Monk, Monk, baby. <laughs> super intelli- I think your dad is a super intelligent, uh, mentally ill detective. He is very intelligent. He's a psychiatrist. Um, he's a psychiatrist. He is sort of Shalhoubi in the face. Well, he's a little Shalhoubi. What, what nationality is Shalhoub? Is he Lebanese? Uh, uh, who, uh, Why don't you know? Tony? His first name's Tony. I think he's Italian. No, 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 no. Shalhoub is definitely Arabic. Uh, Armenian, maybe? Is that... I don't think he's Armenian. He's not Armenian? No, Shalhoub is like... Uh... Someone's on it. Someone's... He's Lebanese. Lebanese? He's Lebanese? Right. There's a couple of years ago in Michigan, he came to Flint to receive from our community college... Lebanese American of the Year. Oh. He won Lebanese American of the Year? Who is winning it the other years? <laughs> you would think Shalhoub would have a lock on that. Yeah. Who's winning? <laughs> He's the Hulk Hogan of <laughs> Lebanese Americans for yeah, sure. He you, certainly is. <laughs> Uh, so he's, uh, this this guy in the front said, he, he, "Is, is uh, Shalhoub from Michigan?" Or like, I don't think so, but Michigan has like a high population. Of- oh, he came to Flint and won Lebanese American yeah. of the Year. That's just like Flint, Flint's economy is so downtrodden that they're like, maybe we could be the yeah. Lebanese capital of the world. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have a plan to get Tony Shalhoub in here. They should just rename it the Tony Shalhoub Award. Give it to Tony Shalhoub every year. That's like the mayor of Flint is in this meeting and he's like, he's just hearing, looking at all these charts and hearing all these terrible things. And then somebody says like, at this point, actually, uh, Newsweek has now classified Flint, Michigan as a third world city. And the, and the mayor goes, wait a minute. What if we embraced that? What if we were the premier third world destination in America? 
What could make third world world? You come here, you buy a ticket. Tony Shalhoub is there. You shake his hand. Yeah. Are you hungry? There's no food. That'll be eight dollars, please. Yeah. The water is brown and AIDS is everywhere. <laughs> but 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 probably really fast Wi-Fi. Uh, somebody, somebody said something about Wi-Fi. But I was uh, that's that's my diss on uh, on, uh, on American Wi-Fi speeds. Um, <laughs> People are off board. Uh, what? What are did you guys, guys getting back off board? <laughs> All right. Uh, what did you guys do to celebrate? Like, like he came. He came. Like, I'm gonna repeat some people yes, back in here. Yeah, he did like some talk. About he did a talk. <laughs> on, on <laughs> he talked about being on Monk and Wings. And then there was a luncheon, of course. I mean, you don't have to walk me through everything. This is the Lebanese of the Year Awards. I know how this goes. Of course, there's a luncheon, there's hummus. Let me guess. You were there? I was there. You were there! Everybody in Flint went. Or just you, were, were tickets like a, was it like a hot ticket item? Like on Craigslist, did you have to go find it? Because I was a student at the community college. You were a student at the community college. And that at CC, that's what got me there. Wait, so the, he came to the community college? Community college. <laughs> wow. I want to get Tony Shalhoub on this show and just talk, talk. I mean, uh, he's been he's been he's he's a he's a good actor. Oh, he's been great forever. Yeah. We talked about this. We talked about Shalhoub. I told you about his yeah. performance in Quick Change because we were talking about. We were talking about you uh, having to go in for roles where people are like, oh, well, this guy's kind of like the guy on... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 outsourced, but yeah, yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> it's always Simpsons. They want me to do the voice that a white guy did, <laughs> pretending to be what I actually am. <clears throat> Which is Pakistani, but Indian, you know, we're the same. I remember when ben, right, like, like, like some, sometime in the vicinity of 9-11... When everyone was still really amped up, Ben Affleck being on The Daily Show, and it was, you would think that uh, Al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden would make easy comedic targets for Ben Affleck, uh, but he's on The Daily Show, and he kind of like, I remember, he was like, he was like, he was making some observation about like, uh, I, th I think it was something like, like, oh, they closed uh, Disneyland, they're worried about Disneyland, like, 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 these guys are, you know, like, they're gonna go, oh, oh, what should we bomb now? And he did this voice. He launched into this like a poo voice, and, oh, the, no. and the crowd kind of went mild, like, yeah. as Jeff Davis would say. And I just thought it was really funny. I was like, "We just got attacked, and this guy can't land an Al Qaeda joke." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, they flew planes into us, but that's a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, uh, so uh, what's, uh, so my dad is a very very smart guy. He's, he's a got a tattoo. <laughs> he doesn't have any tattoos that I know of. He's bald. He has no hair on his head. And then he started shaving. He looks cool. He's a psychiatrist. I've said that. I'm realizing I don't know him very well. <laughs> All the things I'm saying about him are stuff you could find on his Facebook page. Are you scared of him? Um, no. Like, not like he's under your bed, but just like, like, are you scared of making him upset? Like, like, if you say something in an interview, or like, are you are you scared? My dad's not the scary one. My mom's 
the, the enforcer. Because you feel She's like on. you'll have emotional hell to pay if she... If I had to guess is that my dad would not be... Like, my mom's very, very religious. They're both very religious. Sometimes I get the sense that if they weren't together, my dad would not be as religious. Interesting. So I think... So that is interesting, but it's unfortunately a conversation we're never going to have. All right. You mean here tonight, or... Should I call him? Hey, Dad, <laughs> come on. I mean, what's the deal with Muhammad, right? <laughs> Just me and you and... A hundred other people, and then thousands tomorrow when it so goes out. Is that? I mean, is that a? Is that? Is it? Is it a, a, a? Well, I think it's both. It's a stereotype, and it's and it's fact. Like that, fathers and sons have these weird communications. Th- there's so much like uh, tension that's unspoken and unexpressed. Um, you mean is it like a competitive thing? I'll say this. No, just like well, what you just said. Like I would, I would think that you, okay, you grew up in Pakistan. You came here. You, you had to. Uh, I'm treading carefully here. Cause no, no, no. Go for it. I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, no, no. You, go for it. You, you feel yourself as kind of like you've achieved this escape velocity from something that has a certain membrane around it. You're speaking about your dad as a, he's a psychiatrist. He's He's an intelligent man. You're you 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 just kind of summed up there in a very important thing, like 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 maybe your dad also would achieve that escape velocity. Like he is this genetic blueprint of you. He's like this this this. That's how we all and and, and you haven't talked about it with him. Yeah, I I'm, I'm I don't know. Uh, the idea of I was uh, earlier today I was imagining this is what my fantasies are having like a real conversation with my parents where we share our feelings and I almost got nauseous it was so outside my reality to be like well how do you really feel about this like if my dad ever said to me I'm proud of you it would I would like really really it just doesn't feel like part of Reality, like yeah. it, if I would be like, what, "What did you do with my dad, Tony Shalhoub?" Because yeah. <laughs> it's so outside of like just him saying that to me made me feel embarrassed. Like my face turned red. Just right. me thinking about that. Because, idea. It, but, but, but it's a, like not for him, for yourself, for myself. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something that's so. It's like it's like all of a sudden you're in a bathtub and someone's washing your little hinderquarters. Right. Like it's too intimate. It's too yeah. emotional. It's well, part of it I know is that it would take so much effort for him to say that that I would feel guilty for putting him for right. making him make that effort yeah yeah my dad told me I think I've told the story before like there was it was back when we were just the only thing I had going was a channel 101 pilot for acceptable TV and uh, for VH1 and uh, and all the I watched that show that kids. show was great before you before yeah. we know, knew each other yes. not before you before we, well they fired me for a season and the sketches were yeah but uh, <laughs> The, Wait, the, there were two seasons? No, 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 I'm kidding. Uh, we, we, we had a party to celebrate uh, Acceptable TV being on VH1, so it was all the Channel 101 kids, and we all felt kind of like, we did it. We did something. We, we, we built something together. We're going to have a TV show. You know, how could this ever go wrong? And a uh, whole bar full of them. And I, my parents just happened to be visiting. And my dad, I walked, and it got too late for them because they're, they're old folk. And I, I walked them to their car. They were going to go to the hotel. And my there in the parking lot behind the Club TG in uh, Glendale. Uh, my dad uh, said, uh, like, so, I didn't even realize I've been waiting to hear it. for. He so was, was like, ah, all those people in there, you know, uh, 
they're all there because of you. It's, uh, they really look up to you. It's, uh, very, very proud of you. And I, 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 I was like, okay, all right, cool. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, have, have a safe drive home. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go explode yeah. in a urinal. It's like that not, moment not, in... Not coming. Uh, I just meant I would be seeking privacy and there would probably be a urinal there. I didn't mean I'm going to come... I'm, Although, I don't know. Maybe I would come. I don't know what reaction my body would have if my dad said that to me. It's sort of like what you described as that moment in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles where he puts his hand in the butt. He's like, it's not pillows. And he's like, oh, the football game <laughs> yeah. is pretty good. It's yeah, like yeah. we've made ourselves vul- vulnerable to each other in ways that we don't know what to do with. And then when my dad came out, the next time he was in L.A. was it happened to be the night that uh, Chevy Chase walked off the set of the last se- uh, episode of the third season and then we, we went to this and he saw how upset I was because I got the text message Chevy walked off the set the tag is ruined blah 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 went to the rap party and I did that thing that I did that, oh, you, that was that night you see in TMZ referred to as me ridiculing him in front of his wife and kids uh, who are all 50 uh, <laughs> in front of his kids he's not Clark Griswold <laughs> His kids have television shows. His kids are senators. Like they, they can handle it. Um, they're on Lipitor. They've got their own problems. Oh, Papa, Papa! What did that strange man say to you? They were all on rascals. Um, it's not. It's not what you think when you hear it. It was very funny at the time. But I, I, just, I just remember my dad at that rap party, like, like, because you know, there'd be like one guy came up to me and he was like, uh, like, you know, and and I, and I, I totally understand this. I, I, I look back on all of it. I was the. I'm, I'm an asshole. Whatever. Blah blah blah. I love my show too much, and I'm a fucking petty dick, and I have oppositional defiant disorder or whatever, or drunken slur disorder. <laughs> but at the time, it was like fucking. It was like. It was like. Look. I, I, I took that negative behavior. I turned it into something positive. The rap party, blah blah blah. It's like some like g- g- one of the crew members who was very respectful, who loved Chevy in spite of everything, was like like trying to explain to me in front of my dad, who must be a huge Chevy Chase fan. My dad's a baby boomer. He grew up and all this stuff. So, and I was like like he's like he's like yeah, but Chevy, you know he's. Yeah, you know he's a personality. He's an asset and all this stuff. And uh, like, my dad was just unexpectedly like saying to this guy, like, 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 look, you know, if you run a business, you tell me that if I run a carpet business and your personality means you can't lift carpet, you're fucking fired. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came in a urinal. And then I went and came in a urinal again. I was like. Like, I, fi- I finally got I, I either, either either my dad got so zen and realized that that he had like or I got so old that like what finally like we're the same guy like like we, yeah. he's saying what's co- you know what's about to come out of my mouth. It's Anyways, so, this is interesting. I just uh, Emily and I are re- writing a movie together, and I just realized right now uh, the movie ends. I have this conversation with my dad. That it is the conversation of my dreams that I'm never gonna have in real life that I wrote in this movie. Uh, it's it's kind of I just realized that I was like, oh my god, it's like the secret. Oh fuck you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, I just realized that. I just wrote that conversation that, so that in some way it'll be real in my head, even if it won't be physically real. Some part of yeah. my memory will confuse it and be like, oh, yeah, you, you guys had that talk. Like, it always makes me wonder, like, uh, if our generation has kids, like, what's, how's that trickle work? It's like, you got my grandpas who, who were at, at Guadalcanal, and uh, the other one was at uh, somewhere in the European theater, both of them running around, stabbing and shooting and, and risking yeah. their lives. Both of them come back home, never say a word about it. Let, let, yeah. let, let alone write, publish a blog about it or a recipe book or a, you know, you have that silent generation, the greatest generation. Yeah. Um, and then the baby boomer generation, they're like, they, they, they're, they're like, uh, you know, I don't know. They weren't exactly quiet, but they, uh, they had a little more class than my generation in terms of like talking about their feelings and stuff. And then, and then I wonder, is this, is this just like a, is this just a slow continuum? Like, is it pretty soon are you just going to have a baby and the baby's crying and you're just crying with it? And, yeah. And then you just both cry oh and the, you both suck your thumb and yeah. kind of just roll around. That's, I, that's how I'm going to do it, probably. I say, because Aaron made that tavern in my, in my, in my house upstairs. You know, McHarmon's. McHarmon's. Like, I thought, this is a great nursery because like, you could put a crib in the middle of it and it made me really realize, like, you could just have bottles of vodka and bottles of milk along the wall. And we, and I could just sit in there, and we could both just shit our pants and cry, <laughs> and talk about how we hate being told what to, when to go to bed. I, I mean, we talked about this when we were talking about like, am I gonna have kids or not? I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel like a grown up. I feel like I'm still shitting my pants. I don't. Like, my dad was always a grown-up to me, you know? And it felt like he had the authority to raise a child. I don't have the authority to raise a child. Like, what are we going to... Yeah. What do I want to talk to this little... Like, what's the world like? I don't know. I've been saving Hyrule my whole life, you know? <laughs> I've saved it, like, 20 times over. That's all I know. I don't know anything. Is everyone just faking it? Or do I, people know? I think some people, some people don't have to fake it in some areas. Like, some people are just really good at, like, putting a car up on blocks and changing the oil and the tires or whatever the hell they do. And, <laughs> and they don't even get to enjoy it that much because they're not as good at writing a sonnet. And I don't know. It all comes out in the wash. I don't know. Like, like I'm not saying that a guy that can fix a car can't write a poem. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying he's dumb just because he's handy. I'm, I'm just mean that we all have like a bingo card. Like, you just have random shit. There's a guy out there that's like, I'm good at fixing the car and writing the sonnets, yeah. but they gotta they, they gotta be bad at gardening or or managing their emotions or something. Like they're, 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 like some, there's something that you do and I do that's like quote unquote manlier than another than, than than average. Just one like random category. <laughs> You wouldn't be able to recognize it from across a room. There's <laughs> some specific... Maybe it's just the amount of bullying you'll put up with. <laughs> that doesn't feel very manly. <laughs> I know, but there's... Take it to an extreme, you know? Martin Luther King. You know, like, 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 like at a certain point, you become a real man. Like, you're putting up with a lot of shit. You, you can change the world by, by putting up with it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, but it, the, uh, watch this segue. Check it out. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sometimes you think, I'm not ready to be a dad. I couldn't be a dad because I'm not a grown-up. Yeah. I was feeling like that when we watched The X-Files. 
because I was on your I see where X-Files you're going because I was watching David Duchovny and and it's like Fox Mulder was 29 years old in season one of uh, X Files and I thought I, I was he's a grown up like I'm still I'm 41 and he's just still a grown up to me. <laughs> Speaking of X Files and X Files podcasts and conspiracy theories, there's a new podcast in town. Kumail. Well done, Dan. <laughs> that is also about those things, but it's not based on the fictional. It's based on the fiction that people uh, b- either believe in or don't that happens in real life. It's called Real Life Sci-Fi. Did I get that title right? I, yeah. And it's by our very old Channel 101 friends, our comrades. Let's have them out here to talk about their new podcast. Willie Roberts and Wade Randolph. <laughs> I could have done that better. <laughs> no, that was fucking perfect. Kind of weak, I think. I don't know why I... Well, see, there you go. You guys have that... You guys have a, a Scully-Mulder relationship on the show, right? Wade's the skeptic. I, d- I never seen X-Files. What? But, uh, what? <laughs> that sucks. I'm the... Smolder? Scully. The Smolder, yes. The Smolder. You know the names. Scully, I don't. I honestly don't. You don't know Scully and Mulder? No. And you're doing a conspiracy theory podcast? It's it's not about your fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's about real stuff. They're clapping for me. <laughs> I don't think they are. They just want to fight. They just they they want they want they want the loose change to hit the floor. So, uh, so is it just conspiracy theories or is it is it is it like also? Well, it's eventually going to be everything. Because you'll run out. It's real life sci-fi, like you know, Bigfoot, ghosts. UFOs. Is the focus always on whether it's real or not? <laughs> Wait, well, you can, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. Willie. Well, Willy. here's the thing: <clears throat> if you talk to anybody who is into conspiracy theories, there's too much information, and so, like, in order for it to be yes or no, is hard because. It's like you could just ramble on, and, and a lot of things don't connect. So, or, if I were to say Hollow Earth. Which I've always been fascinated by. Yeah. That's a good one. Like Hollow Earth to me. Well, there's Willie, a lot of, there's Willie a lot of, believes everything he reads. Willie does. Yeah. And I, and I don't. I, I give everything I read a chance. Like to me, Hollow Earth thing is an interdimensional thing. Not like a... How do you mean? Like the, if you read about the guy who said he was flying his plane and then he was over uh, North Pole and then it, there was a hole opening and he went through it. <laughs> And, Which and is like, it's like Zaxxon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To how me, you, that was uh, maybe plane? he hit a, uh, fly a, plane a, through a, a interdimensional hole. portal that was caused by some magnetic field disruption. Right. Is, this, is, is that the story? He was flying over the North Pole? Was and then he, where did he end up? He saw a hole and flew into it? Yeah, where there, did he end up? There was one guy who did You're that, yeah. right. If it, you're a pilot said, and you see a hole, don't fly into the hole. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're a how terrible do you pilot. Around? How do you turn around? You I know the first rule of Piloting is don't fly into the hole. Avoid holes. They can only take place in ground, which is like the number one no-no yeah. in air yeah. travel. It's the natural enemy of air travel. <laughs> Gra- ground is cancer in yeah. air, air flight. Like this particular guy's story, he flew into the middle of the earth, and then the, the beings there landed his plane, and then he met them. And then the beings in hollow earth, because I've, 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 read, I've read that the hollow earth 
Like it's like uh, like it it starts with just the idea that much like uh, the flat Earth people, uh, like it just starts with the question: How do we know the Earth's not hollow? Uh, what do you got? Pictures of a solid Earth, uh, and uh, and then so some people then it branches off into this tree, right? Where it's like yeah. some people think, oh, that's where the Nazis went. Yeah, and then some people go. That's where the aliens are, and then some people are like, Nazis are aliens, oh, yeah. which I which I think is amazing. I, I, I it's fun. It's I think it's fun that there are people out there who, in the present day, are like weaving mythology out of the things yeah. that are really happening. My thing is, I just like to talk about all that because normally you bring something up and it's like, oh, that was kind of interesting. This shitty article I found on the internet. I want to talk to somebody about it. And then you just get laughed at, and it's like, well, uh, I won't talk to anybody about this. <laughs> but, so, yeah, and you want you want to have the 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 yeah the fun uh, with it. But then other people are like, well, that's dangerous because it was fun to think that you could burn women at the stake in the 1500s. <laughs> like it was fun to think leeches were <laughs> curing people. Like it's, you need to be skeptical to protect uh, yeah. people. What kind of topics do you guys talk about? Just say the topics, and I'll. I I know for sure if they're real or not. All right. I actually have the information. He's going to give you a yes or a no. I'll tell you a yes or a no. So ask me. <laughs> tell me. Say it. Chemtrails? Chemtrails? I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> tell, tell us what chemtrails are. Uh, chemtrails is like, um, there's, now there's a bunch of different uh, reasons for it or conspiracy theories about it, but that there is an additive in jet fuel that is being released over... Over everywhere, it's so, fake. Making, making us making us docile. Yeah, well, one of them okay. is to make us docile. One well, they of them say is it's like a mind control thing. Okay, that's not true. That well, one's but not like true. One of them right. is that like that like, one's lies. No, Camille's right. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, What's but, the next one? Like what? But like one of those is like, well, they're trying to block out some of the sun to. Um, um, protect us from overheating, you know, like. Why would they not tell us if that's what they're doing? Because everyone would say no. <laughs> Everyone would say no. Don't block out the sun to keep. Well, us here's from... the thing. Like, I know it's not working because at... we can see the fucking sun. It, yeah, I, it's I mean, out there every day. If you look at his, if you look at history, though, the government has done tests on people without their permission forever. Oh yeah, no. I mean, conspiracy. That's the and that's so the, I find that's the cool thing there. about conspiracy theories is like there's a, it's it's an interesting line between like like there are some people who who will tell who talk in fantastical terms. Um, and 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 I have a flexible grip on logic that that will ab abuse it. So the scientific mind says, "Well, we have to protect we have to protect the underlings from this kind of stuff. You have to be skeptical and use scientific method." But, however, the healthy thing about paranoia is that you should never trust the government, and it always turns out every thirty years that they were doing fucked up shit thirty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And I, even though I do hate the word the government, because like even within That's our two government, words. there's 20 secret groups that don't work. Sorry. What an asshole. Yeah, I know. Me and Adam said it together, and I immediately oh knew I was. Yeah. I knew I was on That's the wrong not side. Good company. <laughs> I'm sorry, Willie. All right. uh, ghosts. Go. Uh, ghosts, not real. Fake. What about ghost dads? <laughs> Come, take it easy, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fluoridating the water. What do you guys think of ghosts? What's your take on it? We haven't covered it yet. I uh, could be convinced, maybe. You could be convinced. Yeah. Dan, what do you think? I, 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 I don't think that 
dead people keep being people. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like I feel like light bounces off of solid things. But if Jeff Davis was here. He, he could say, tell you like four ghost <laughs> yeah, stories. Yeah, he has a lot of ghost stories, and then they're great. I, I do, I, but I do, I do believe, I, or I, well, I should say, I am willing to believe. I definitely, because to me, skepticism loses its value at the point where it starts to become dogmatic, where sure. you start, where you start to assume that the things you don't know, you know everything about. Uh, and so, it's, so I do believe that it's perfectly possible that there is like. That we're because we're evolved from apes that uh, uh, our only biological purpose is to recognize a good banana from a bad one, um, and we've graduated into this world where we're starting to understand things. Uh, it's totally possible that there's a lot more ways to perceive things than we actually. You kind of bring up a good point though, no. because there's no ape ghosts. Nobody ever. <laughs> well, that, that was my Nobody biggest argument. There was, an X, there was an X Files about animal ghosts, wasn't Fuck. there? Yeah, to watch this show. Great episode. Yeah. Like you don't find like you think that there'd be like uh, Native American ghosts in the in the free country or in the open. But they land, never Native Americans. Like, I don't want to be ghosts. racist, but they never die with unfinished business. They use the whole life. <laughs> I can explain that. They're famous for it. It's not racism if it's a good stereotype. No, it's good. It's totally good. I just riffed that. Isn't that awesome? No. I'm a really so good, good racist. I'm really You're good. like a genius. Yeah, yeah. It was I know. really good. Uh, it felt like you'd written that at home. It was real good racism. <laughs> That was really good. It was a good quick defense. <laughs> um, I so, just, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I just connect dots with races and stereotypes. <laughs> no, I, I, I could take credit for it all night. Let's go on. So, but for you, Dan, for you to be open to the idea of ghosts, doesn't that, don't you have to change pretty fundamental things about how you see Well, the no, because I don't automatically assume that when we talk about ghosts, what I... What I think of when I think about ghosts is I think about when you're in your apartment brushing your teeth and you turn and you go, "What fuck!" There's a fucking dude with a ten-speed bike over his shoulder, walking through my living room. That's a fuck of a ghost. Like, 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 like that could be explained by a lot of things that don't have to do with there being a heaven or you know people dying and their skin falling away and them just like going, "I love ten speeds and I'm gonna go spread the word because I I gotta solve my murder." Like, like it. it it, it doesn't it could be like like a psychic smudge it could be that that person like residual um, energy or something that like every that? that that person fell in love with a woman uh uh and every every morning when he hoisted his 10 speed over his shoulder he to go to work in that apartment he, his heart became filled with this emotional energy that over time the way a the way a a, a key on your keyboard can become melted at a, at, a, at a you know if you if you work in a data entry lab like the home row is melted from friction of hitting the same button over the same <laughs> and time and it's just we, brought out by you brushing your teeth like, 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 like no no it's just it's 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 another it's it's human perception it's i don't know it's like 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 i this is this is assuming that there's some fields that we haven't discovered yet of that we can perceive one of them is light bouncing into our retina and then maybe some of it because is is like somehow this would get into psychic energy that that this guy had this experience he would he would eat a nut bar and he'd throw his <laughs> throw his bike over his shoulder and it was like somehow for him it was like a big deal it was like 
it was it he did it over and over again or he did it one day and it was like he achieved uh, uh, self actualization at that moment or he was really angry or whatever but there's like some weird like like fingerprint on the film yeah uh, and like, then you turn as you're brushing your teeth and you see that guy's feelings you see his self image he left it there in your apartment you go ah yeah some kind of like residual energy echo that we'll just never know about or yeah. I don't know I mean like I, I, I'm, I'm open to uh, most things but I, I but I, I don't think I would ever like wake up on the big guy sitting on my bed going like like hey yeah listen uh, I'm Napoleon uh, <laughs> I buried my hat uh, yeah. at, at McDonald's yeah and then he goes like, I have unfinished like, business wait yeah. do we have to take over Russia now because <laughs> all these cabinets should be open all just, these cabinets should be open we just gotta find my what hat happened? it's under the McDonald's go find it you could make a lot of money on that. But hat. if you, you know, when you get into, I just started. I, 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 I like, like, like uh, time. Okay, time, fellas. Uh, it's uh, symmetrical. Yes. Like we're experiencing it one moment after another. But there's all this. I mean, yeah, I need, I need a couple more degrees and a few more IQ points before I can really understand this or explain it. But I, smart people will tell you that time. Time unfolds time in is all a flat directions. Is that, that what you're well, that, that, that anything <laughs> you can describe that happens circle, in time, guys. like well, first of all, time is a variable, and blah blah blah. So when your cabinet doors are open, they've all come open overnight. Yeah, maybe maybe some lady that lived in your apartment like opened them in 1938, and 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 like somehow like you know time got shuffled or but but yeah, I just don't I just don't believe in like helpful ghosts. Like helping you, like talking to you, going like, "Hey, I'm dead," and you're and like, "You're dead. Get out of here." And he's like, oh, "I'm sorry. I'm so dead." <laughs> For some reason, I draw the line at like just dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just starts to get corny. To no, me. that's a huge leap from just like a smudge on the film to like yeah. unfinished business. That's a big leap. Yeah. I get it. I agree. Oh, well, like to me, unfinished business is so it, it can be so like the unfinished <laughs> business you have right now and you're all alive is like. Can be so sounds like a romantic comedy that we're writing. Stupid, <laughs> unfinished business. <laughs> I just remembered something really funny. I was because I did this media conference in in beautiful in the beautiful Rocky Mountains of Canada, uh, where there was it was staying in this hotel that was absolutely shining. Uh, like like all the good parts of The Shining, like all the beautiful parts, none of the dead Scatman Crothers is or anything. And uh, and I kept saying, I was like, oh yeah, this place is a. Uh, this place is definitely haunted. If any place is haunted, is that is that that's the air coming out of the show? Okay. I think it's a smudge on the film. There was uh, a woman who used to dry her hair here thirty years ago. The, uh, the and I, I was I was out on a patio at a party with Aaron and it was like oh yeah that place is probably haunted and this guy was like oh yeah have you oh have you seen Toby or like like, like some guy's name or like who who's Toby? He's like oh the bellman yeah uh, yeah he uh, oh he definitely uh, people see him there. At the hotel, I'm like oh oh yeah, what is what is what does he do? Uh, it's like oh you know he's the bellman. He just uh, he'll take your luggage and uh, it's like it's, I thought it was so funny the idea of a Canadian. Have you ever ghost. lost a bag? Because that's Toby. 
Uh, he's, he's taking a your Canadian bags. ghost. His unfinished business is just his job. Yes. It's just be, he I, never oh, experienced love. Jeez, oh, you know what? I forgot to thank Mr. Henderson in 314. I should really tell him a good that, job. Uh, like, like, very sad. <laughs> That's very sad. I love the idea of a ghost who just is like, oh, God, I still have to do the terrible job I had. <laughs> and we were falling over ourselves because I'm sure the guy walked away like he's fucking American assholes. But like, I, I was like, does he say boo? How does he Lucy? pronounce? My big question is, how, do, how does a Canadian ghost pronounce boo? <laughs> All right. What are you doing? There were a couple false starts on that joke. I would have really killed. All right, so... Uh, boo. <laughs> you don't belong here. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's something like I... Uh, uh, but I was in the first episode of your podcast, and we talked about UFOs. Yeah, we... Uh, whether they're real or not. We were focusing more on the, uh, the moon landing being faked. Oh, yeah, um, the moon landing being fake, right. Because the moon, according to you, is a metal base. A metal it, it base? It could be. Well, when <laughs> things hit it, it sounds like a bell. And none of the craters are deeper than the others? Or something? When things hit it, it sounds like a bell. Uh, they they uh, they blew up. They put a bomb on the moon, and they said it, uh, some people claim that it rang like a bell. <laughs> when did they put a there's, bomb on the moon? I didn't get so to much, vote for this. Yeah, they, there's they, so we, much to buy into this we, story. We, like, here's the thing: so many barriers. I don't care what you believe about the moon. It's weird that we bomb the moon, and like most people don't know about it. Like, yeah. Like, wait, yeah. what? When did we? Yeah. Yeah. We were looking for water. Yeah, but we didn't tell anybody we were looking for water. They're like, just send this bomb out to the moon. But was it a nuke? Was it a nuke or was it just a bomb? Just a regular bomb. bomb. It was just like a like a bundle of TNT with an alarm clock on it. (laughs) (laughs) Said with the NASA logo. But There's like, that whole thing about us being warned off. off the moon. Conspiracy theorists love that. The idea that we haven't been actually, you know, done a moon mission since forever and that the idea is that we we got there and then an alien said get out of here yeah you get yeah. out of my moon <laughs> you damn kids you got the big <laughs> one moon right exploration. there <laughs> yeah yours is bigger than ours let me have this one what do you need to there's be just here like for? eight of us here and we got the moon you guys got the big one but what are the conspiracy theories about the moon you said that the other side of the moon the dark side of the moon has like a base on it well i mean here's the thing uh <laughs> oh, that's funny. But um, like, okay, uh, I'm just—I'll get into this real quick. I like—I've been looking for UFOs my whole life, and I've never seen them. And then one year, I saw like 30 all at once. And um, I—I—I I, I called someone from across town. They like a, saw some like of a them. fleet of them. Yeah. I like that there's more to this story that has nothing to do with you having seen 30 UFOs. <laughs> How did you see 30 UFOs? Explain that part. I, I mean, I, mean, I uh, you know, I, I like to look at the sky. I'm fascinated by planes. They're just, I, they're uh, just silver things in the sky. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're aliens. I, I, but you're I, just saying they're un- unidentified yeah. flying objects. Thirty of them, and they, they look like stars in the middle of the day. It's like they're hard to focus on. You look at the blue sky, and you got like eye boogers and weird like eye snakes, and you can't focus. You, you don't know what your focal length is. And then, so, like, I'll see one, I'll look away, and it'll be hard to find, but I'll always w- be with people and be like, hey, look at that. What do you think it is? And we'll look at it for, like, a half hour, and it doesn't do anything that I recognize, you know. And um, 
I, I saw 30 one day, and, and this is the first time I saw it. I thought an alien invasion was happening. I, was, I took pictures. I took video. I was drawing. Like, some of them were moving and some of them weren't. There were red ones and green ones. And, and then I watched the, the skies for the rest of the day. They had changed the flight patterns uh, for Burbank and LAX. But and that's just bullshit. Really? You don't, you don't know that. You should look up online the flight patterns. Wait, what? Well, no, no. I look at the flight patterns all the time. I, like when the wind changes. You, you just see watch they, the skies and then you go, yeah. oh, there's no planes. But you can see where they where they redirected to. Wait, wait. There was one day of your life where you thought an alien invasion was imminent? Yeah. Did we already know each other then? Yeah. Why didn't you fucking text me? Well, here, here's the thing. <laughs> if you think an alien invasion... I want to be on the list of people. Well, like, hey, like, shit's going down, Kamel. Get I was the sitting ground. there going like, is this... Is this... Ha- is it, uh, is it, <laughs> just is fucking it, text it? me, dude. I'll be the one to judge. You you're just gonna get a te- You're going to get a text... Every other You're day. You're going to get a lot of texts. This guy, okay. she's 30 a day. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. It's going to be I, like I a bad out, newsletter you can't unsubscribe from. I drew out a map of the ones that were stationary and the ones that were moving. And the, to me, it was like, oh, this looks like a constellation. And I'll Could go other look people out at see night. Him too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been with at least 30 people, and I've been like, what's that? Is what 30 about? just the number? It's only 30. Is that the highest you can yeah. count? I could, like, I could say 10 names right now off the top of my head. Same. Obama. Um, you were with? <laughs> yeah. Wayne, Obama. Margaret Thatcher. Shane, uh, Jen. I mean, I, I've been with, like, groups of people. And people have seen these things. Yeah. These armadas. I mean, I've seen them. But not an armada. I've seen, like, one or two... And they're just silver things. But here, here's my thing. Orbs. Okay, I, I saw these things, and then I started telling people because I'm like, to me, it was like, this is kind of fucking weird. I should tell everyone I know. Didn't tell me. And I, even, I guess I'm not one like, of the people. <laughs> I, even, know. I even told Wade at the first party I went to. I don't know if you remember, but like you just kind of laughed it off, and like nobody was listening to me, and I was like, this is weird because I saw something that to me, I, I'm not saying they're aliens. I'm just saying this was life-changing to me because there were things in the sky that I didn't know what they were. And um, it made me think, and everyone was basically laughing or not believing it. And it made me go like, well, everybody that has a weird story that people laugh at, like, I'm gonna, I want to listen to their story a little more. Yeah. Every, move, every sci-fi movie, your character is the good guy. But in life, you're the crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> your only recourse is to write sci-fi movies. <laughs> uh, do you guys have people on the show that are, like, experts, like ufologists? Not and- yet. I want to get there, though. Mm. <laughs> they had me on. <laughs> like, you believe in the UFOs? I was like, it's possible. And he's Thanks. seen all the X Files. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would talk to you guys all night, but I, I my, my sluggishness means that we got a we got a we got a train schedule to keep. Uh, it's 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 real life sci-fi. It's on Feral Audio. Yeah. I think it launches Monday. It's going to be on Which Feral Audio on Monday. Which is today, I guess, for all intents yeah. and purposes. Yeah, it'll be today when when most people hear about this it. This is a crazy audience, by the way, because. They're willing to not watch the Game of Thrones finale. To, to they, most of them watch it on the East Coast feed. Oh, you've already seen it? Okay, don't tell How me. How was anything. that? Good, real good. They, <laughs> they, they GVR. No, they're very. Uh, yeah, it's it's we, we 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 have a relationship here. These guys are these are good. Yeah, good, good people. I understand the the NBA finals. You guys can miss that. <laughs> but Game of Thrones, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Wade Randolph, Willie Roberts. Uh, Thanks for, for having by. us. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. Real life sci-fi. Hey, just put it down. All right. So we got to keep the trains speeding, speeding along.
I've already, I've fucked up real bad. I've, I've I've made our show real long. Is it going too long? No, I I just mean there's so much to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much to do. There's one other thing to do. Let's go on to the um, next segment. Uh, uh, Aaron McGathy, will you come out, uh, please? <laughs> this is my fiance. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, so I so I'm here for a special reason. Yes. Uh, uh, the Harmontown documentary is premiering tomorrow night. actually have two tickets to the Harmontown documentary and I um, Dan was like how should we give these away and I begged to do a McGathy game corner yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he said no <laughs> so no no he said yes um, so is there can it, is there anybody here who um, does not have tickets tomorrow and really wants to go all right we got two hands here come on up sir what's your name Daniel Daniel Right? And then hands again. We should do a lady one. We should do a lady one, right? Uh, uh, we should, I mean, are there any... Well, I, the, someone who would actually go. Right okay, all right, you got a waving hand. I'm sorry, you have a very sweet face. Here, come on. All right, hello. I already forgot your name. What was your name again? Daniel. What was your name? Bethany. Bethany, fantastic. And Kumail, I'm going to... Uh, do they need microphones? Because uh, I have an extra do. one here. They do. Okay, let's make sure... Is there another one? Perfect. I can sit. Uh, do, do, do they need another one? Because I can sit. Uh, uh, okay. No, oh, we're good. Okay. We're all set. And I'll explain the game in a second. But Camille, I'm going to have you keep score. Great. And um, I'm going to give you both these cards that say what Camille's are the names? name. Bethany and what now? Dan. 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 How, how's that spelled? <laughs> all right. Bethany and Dan. And B A N. Your materials. Thank you. All right. Uh, I haven't discussed this game with anybody else. It's only just been in my head, so we'll see. <laughs> should I be looking at any of this? Or should I? Uh, uh, you can. All right. So we are going to play a game called <laughs> Harmonized Impressions. <laughs> oh, she's got us. <laughs> That's a theme song. Harmonize impressions, everybody. Welcome. impressions. Welcome to Harmonize Impressions. Um, now there are a lot of things that I love. I love ice cream. I love communing with nature. Um, but one of the the theme song is still going on behind me. But one of the things I love more than anything are Dan Harmon's impressions. <laughs> what we're going to do is Dan has a book of Bartlett's uh, quotes in front of him. And <laughs> what, there, are, there are different categories. We're going to go back and forth, and I'm going to give you, uh, Bethany and Dan, I'm going to give you the choice of two different categories. When it's your turn, you get to pick the category. Dan is going to read a quote from Bartlett's quote, quote book, in the impression that I've already listed for him on a piece of paper. And then uh, you will have a choice of three different names to choose who he is doing an impression of. <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds so, and, and to, to decide who goes first, um, I want, we're going to have you both do your best Dan impression. And, uh, and I'm just, just going to decide really quick. All right, Bethany. Here we go. All right. 
Audience answers a. is showing A. I'm gonna go with A. That is correct. Hey, 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 hey. Dan, that was pretty fucking great. Thanks. So Bethany has one one point. Bethany has one point. Now it's Dan's turn. And I forgot to mention that if you get it wrong, you'll get the chicken. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Dan, you can choose from uh, these categories Captain's Log or Bloody Funny. Let's go with Captain's Log. Captain's Log. All right. These are three characters from Star Trek. First generation. Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. All right. Is that A, Chekhov, B, Sulu, C, Spock? (laughs) C, C is Spock. No! It's Sulu, right? It is Sulu. He got the chicken. He got the chicken. I just wanted the chicken, sorry. <laughs> All right, Bethany, uh, you can choose from Bloody Funny or Vogue. I'm going to do Bloody Funny. Bloody Funny. All right. These are uh, well-known. Uh, this is a well-known British comedian. I, I don't even, I mean. Men do not care how nobly they live, but only how long. 
Although it is within the reach of every man to have only, but within no man's power to live long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> all right, so was that A, Ricky Gervais, B, Russell Brand, C, Eddie Izzard? Eddie Izzard. Oh. Eddie Izzard. Ah, it's either A or C. Hey. I'm, I'm going to go with C. Woo! No! no! Can I guess? Not, yeah. B. Yeah, it was Russell Brand. The one that... <laughs> A lot of this is chance, because you're picking yeah. between the two. Yeah. All right, Dan. Um, I'm, I'm scanning down this list of people now. And I'm... <laughs> uh, all right, Dan. Uh, Vogue or Rocket Men? Rocket Men. Rocket Men. All right. Uh, this is the host of a science-related show. <laughs> Jesus. Walk not on the earth exultantly, for thou canst not cleave the earth, neither shalt thou reach to the mountains in height. Great. So is that... <laughs> I didn't mean to sound so dry. Is that uh, A, Adam Savage, B, Bill Nye, or C, Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> you, oh! Shit. Dan has just, just pulled his Kumail card. He has just Fuck. pulled his Kumail card. I'm terrible at impressions. <laughs> Thank you. So Kumail is going to read this exact same quote. Oh. Uh, it's uh, it's the one from the Quran. Walk not on earth. <laughs> so no excuses. All right, here we go. I honestly don't know what this person sounds like. <laughs> I'm just gonna do an impression of Dan. <laughs> Doing an impression of this person. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, weirdly, this is going to be the first ever recording of me reading anything from the Quran. So. <laughs> Who could have predicted this? Walk down on the earth exultantly, for thou canst not cleave the earth. Neither shalt thou reach to the mountains in height. That's me doing an impression, definitely not of the other people. Just so they know who it isn't. All right, what do you think, Dan? Uh, let's go Neil deGrasse Tyson. That is correct! Yay! Well done. Nice. All right. Bethany, <laughs> Vogue or Drink the Kool-Aid? So your categories, Vogue or Drink the Kool-Aid? Ah, Vogue. All right, these are famous supermodels. <laughs> so, so Dan is going to do an impression of a supermodel. A specific one. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what this sounds like either. One of, one of the things which distinguishes ours from all earlier generations is this, that we have seen our atoms I've never, I've never heard this person talk. <laughs> That's right. You know, some of the categories. Can I see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is that A, Cindy Crawford, B, Brooke Shields, or C, Amon? Oh, um. <laughs> Let's go with C. A. That is correct. <laughs> She can hear my mole. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of 
the audience you guys, yelling out C, so maybe you do a good amount. Do you guys never see House of Style? She talked. Do you guys know House of Style? <laughs> she talked on that all the time. I never Camille, watched no the, House of Style. Camille, what's the score? Uh, Bethany two, Dan zero. But all Bethany right. did go. F- uh, I mean, Dan won. But Bethany did go first, so yes. right, you know, exactly. Yeah. All right, Dan. Uh, drink the Kool Aid or free entertainment. Free entertainment. All right. These are. Uh, this is a podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> what of the things which distinguishes ours from all earlier generations is this: that we have seen our atoms. <laughs> is that A. Paul F. Tompkins, B. Mark Marin, C. Ira Glass? <laughs> uh, can I see the list? I don't know the last one. I wanted to say A. I'll go with A. That is correct! Yeah. <laughs> Although I would love to see Dan's Ira Glass. Do it. Do it. Um, we're back with public radio. I <laughs> one of the things I found most interesting since you left us is the story about Jacob. <laughs> Now Jacob, who lost his leg, yeah. Now Jacob, in a in lost a, his leg in a, in a cup, cup of water. <laughs> what does that do to a person? How many legs do you need? We'll be right back. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, that was Dan. You guessed that right. That was Dan. So it's tied two two. All right, Bethany, drink the Kool Aid or Wicked Packing. <laughs> I'll go wicked packing. All right, these are act. This is an actor from Boston. There is only one proved method of assisting the advancement of pure science: that of picking men of genius, backing them heavily, and leaving them to direct themselves. Uh, <laughs> all right, was, <laughs> was that A, Ben Affleck, B, Donald Logue, C, Mark Wahlberg? I, 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 uh, I might want to do that. How many, how many rounds are left? Uh, just just uh, three, three. Fourth. Three, <laughs> three, four. Well, as far as rounds go, so I guess technically two. I don't know. I'm not good with numbers. Okay, so it was it was Ben Affleck and Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg. Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Uh, I'm gonna go with Donald Logue. No. Ah. <laughs> that was uh, that was Mark Wahlberg. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little dog. <laughs> it's a it's a contextual impression. I mean, yeah, you have yeah, to be yeah. talking to an. You animal. have to change the words. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm I Mark Wahlberg. Uh, all right, Dan. Uh, your categories to choose from are drink the Kool-Aid or La La Royalty. Let's go drink the Kool-Aid. All right. The, this is a uh, famous cult leader. <laughs> Shit. You gain strength, courage, confidence by every experience in which you, you really stop to look for fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I live through this home. I can take this next thing that comes along. You must do the thing that you think you cannot do. (laughs) So was that A, Charles Manson, B, Jim Jones, C, David Koresh? 
Let's go with the first one. That is correct. <laughs> Dan pulls ahead. Three to two. That was Bob Odenkirk's impression of Charles Manson <laughs> from the 1992 Ben Stiller uh, sketch, which you should Google and uh, watch, watch online. It's called Manson. It's a lassie thing. It's very funny. All right, Bethany, you are, your choice is between La La Royalty and Come Together. I'm going to do Come Together. All right. Uh, so this is a beetle. <laughs> Death and taxes and childbirth. There's never any convenient time for any of them. Uh, also, that's just a beetle. A I, beetle. <laughs> you averaged all the beetles. That's your impression of all of them. Work so expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. <laughs> so is that A, John Lennon, B, Ringo Starr, C, Paul McCartney, D, George Harrison? D, all of the above. Ringo. Um, Paul. That is correct! Wow. Yes. I always was the distinct one. <laughs> All right, Dan. La La Royalty or House of Incest? <laughs> oh, is that a Game of Thrones thing? <laughs> Let's go House of Incest. All right. This is a Lannister. <laughs> Peace is not an absence of war. It is a virtue, a state of mind. A disposition for benevolence, confidence, justice. <laughs> oh shit! Was that was that A. Jamie Lannister, B. Uh, Tyrion Lannister, C. Joffrey Lannister? Joffrey? That is correct. <laughs> All right, final round. Final round. Okay, Bethany, you gotta get this to stay alive. You have to get this right. And I recommend you use I your Camille card. Because yeah. it's three to four right now. Oh. Ah. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, and this is worth two points. Oh. Okay. Woo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're tied. <laughs> oh no no no. Oh oh. Oh, it's mind. three to four. No, it, if she gets it, if it's is it one or two? If um, it's two, then whoever gets this right wins. Oh. Okay. Unless she gets it wrong, then I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my dumb suggestion that's two points. All right, so you get to choose between uh, La La Royalty or Good Day, Ladies. Uh, Good Day, Ladies. All right, these are this is an Australian actress. <laughs> oh boy, it's an Australian actress. Take it away, Dan. How much time he... <laughs> Irish actress? <clears throat> How much time he gains who does not look to see what the neighbor says or does... What... I want to... Oh, fuck. Bloody terrible. Yes, it's bloody terrible. You should have seen the other option. I would, uh, 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 I'm going to take a shorter quote. <laughs> Better three hours too soon than a minute too late. Thank you. 
All right, was that A, Nicole Kidman, B, Kate Blanchett, or C, Tony Collette? I see you itching at your Camille card. I'm, I'm gonna use my All Camille. right, Camille card. <laughs> It's uh, this Shakespeare one. Better, better three hours too soon. Okay. All right. I have to. Okay. I have. I'm gonna make really dumb eyes for this one. I have to make my eyes really empty. <laughs> better three hours too soon than a minute. Too light. <laughs> well done. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I think that actually helped. So is that Nicole Kidman, Kate Blanchett, or Tony Collette? I'm gonna go with Nicole Kidman. That is yeah. correct. <laughs> Who does not speak with an Australian accent? It feels well, like she's from everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> it feels I've, like the well, ocean her birthed movies. her. I've only ever... I just feel she, just, she comes out for award shows and she's got the glasses with the gown and she, she speaks like uh, like a, any an old accent, British person. I it's like a faint, a faint accent. Yeah. Everyone has an accent. All right, so this is the final... He made an expression after he said that, like, the, the, the caption was, nailed it. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> All right, this is the final question. Wait, um, I thought that was the final one. Well, I really want Dan to do this one. All right, okay, so, so this, it's pretty so, good. So this is, I mean, this is just, you know, pride. A pride question. Okay. You gotta get it right to win. So this is the category La La Royalty, which is famous. Why, why, you, you know that I don't know who this person is. <laughs> you don't know who that is? No, I don't know who this person is. Um, well, I, I'll It looks like a, just a... What? Can you tell me who it is? <laughs> she can talk? Can I see him? <laughs> it's more about the other two being... So like, just, just try it. Just try it. Just try it. Just okay. A, Great. Just make a guess. Really good. <laughs> she can here talk. <laughs> Wait, what is this category? Uh, this is uh, our famous daughters La of, La royalty. of, of uh, Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing but truth is lovely nothing fair by the way if there was a little girl that sounded like that take her to the doctor or she'd be, a pig she'd be in put the in jungle. a bag and thrown in a river yeah throw that in the river yeah is that a tremor talking what is that <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the criminal here. Like, like, look at this list of names she wrote down for me to do. There's not a Vincent Price on here. Yeah. I only do three impressions. Where's, where's Liam Neeson? Where's... Ask, uh, ask Vincent Price, tell her that you want to do an impression of Liam Neeson. How come you didn't let Dan do the right impressions? <laughs> All right. Who was, the, who was the goddamn person I did? All right, was that, was that A, Surrey Cruz, B, Willow Smith, or C, Miley Cyrus? What was the first one? Surrey Cruz. 
I gotta say, one of those three people's parents is way less of a megastar. Like, Suri Cruz is Tom Cruise yeah. and Nicole Kidman. I mean, uh, and uh, <laughs> Kate, whatever. Katie Holmes. Cake. Yeah, Just cake. cake. And Tom Cruise achieved a thetan level so yeah. high. He can, he can reproduce with cake. That's, that's, that's level 32. What costs $780,000. You achieve the ability to reproduce with cake. <laughs> Willow Smith is Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And then Miley Cyrus is Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> who we didn't really know until Miley Cyrus showed up. Yeah. That's why he's always such a permissive parent in yeah. all his interviews. He's like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. Well, hey. you see some of her titty? Good, good on her. <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> some of her titty. So, Dan, who do you, who do you think it is? Uh, I'll just say Surrey Cruz. That is correct. Oh, Dan wins. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> uh, wait, who won? Dan won. Oh, he did. Oh. <laughs> I think he was behind, won. and then he had a big comeback. Um, but I, uh, I normally think this is lame when people do this, but I want to give you guys both tickets. Not that I think it's lame when people give people things, but I mean. They both get a pair of tickets, right? So they can yeah, bring. Yeah, they both get a, a pair of tickets. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, Have made that shorter. Did we miss anybody on there? I mean, yeah, Sulu, Sulu, I could do. Sulu was great. Sulu. Your Sulu was great, Dan. Uh, well, I wanna, if I if I was to ever do this again, again, I, I would I would mix it in with some ringers. There'd be more ringers. I was trying to challenge you. I, I thought maybe you discover a new impression that you do. Yeah, yeah. I thought my Paul F. Tompkins was kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> He has a jovial quality to it when he does interviews. It's not like the way he talks actually at all. Paul, uh, what's your favorite afternoon snack? Uh, I love Skittles. Do you just eat them alone, or do you... I eat them with a celebrity interview on Speakeasy. It's a it's a YouTube interview show that uh, I was on. You can see my episode coming up soon. <laughs> Uh, uh, should we bring Spencer out? Yeah, let's bring Spencer, Spencer out. Yeah. Kumail, that was some hot comp trolling right yeah, there. Yeah, what what the fuck, right? Nailing it. I, I almost just got murdered. This guy stepped on his foot, not his fault, but someone over there put their leg out to trip me, like right as I was coming up. Mm. Let's burn him. Did you do it on purpose? Uh, my, my leg was out. I didn't know he was coming. Oh, it's okay. prom, guy. <laughs> did you go to prom? Whoa! I didn't go to prom. Sorry. You didn't? Yeah. No, I did. I went oh, to prom. Where's the lady that you was here? No, she's not here. She's not. I didn't end up going. You know who is here? Oh. Spencer! Yeah. <laughs> you know, that guy almost fucking killed me. You're giving him a whole thing. <laughs> Well, he's, the, he just, he's the new Spencer. That's how we. That's how I can we tell. Him. I can tell. It's like Menudo. <laughs> no, I mean you. You're fine, probably, unless you actually were trying to kill me. No, he didn't go to prom with her. He said. So I mean, he's vengeant. Why is he prom guy? How do we know so much about this guy? He was the guy that was with the girl and he asked her to do the prom and she was really awkward was that, about that it. That very awkward thing that I did where I was like, I know something, can I? When you were really high. I was, uh, yeah, I must have been. I don't remember any of this. This was after the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Oh, Renaissance yeah. Fair, yeah. <laughs> That's a blackout, yeah. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one. That was, that was, that was gone. Spencer, did you, 
did, did you have a nice day? Oh, that's right. What? <laughs> What's that? Sorry, wait. Oh, yeah, that was the cult day. Yes, day great. Saw Game of Thrones already. Oh. Wait, you don't watch that show. This guy knows. What? You don't watch that show. No, I don't. <laughs> what, is, what kind of accusation what? is that? Why wouldn't Spencer You don't watch, watch Silicon Valley? <laughs> Wait, right? you're not in Game of Thrones. That's he basically is. I mean, it, yeah. Wait, I, I can pull that. off that hat. Do you really well, watch? That's different. What? You really watch that show? Yeah. Why wouldn't you think of? Because you don't. I'm consume, hurt. No, no, no. You don't consume much like media. Yeah, yeah. He's never seen the Indiana Jones movies. Right, or right, the right. Oh well, I watch TV. That's the thing. I'm oh. more of a TV guy than a movie guy. He yeah, likes, he likes the he, new stuff. You like he, like uh, Desperate Maids. <laughs> Desperate no, I, Maids. Show, what was it called? Devious <laughs> Maids, right? I have Desperate of, Maids of Orange County. I have, no, no. Devious Maids. Real, I don't like Real that, Dungeon though. Masters of Simi Valley. <laughs> There's just one of them. That's yeah. me. Well, that's how the story starts. You, that's you saying that, and you're like, there's just one of them, and it's me. And you snap, and then it cuts to another guy, and he's like, I am the premier dungeon master of Simi Valley. And then the show makes you all go to a party together, and you end up pulling each other's hair and diving into a pool. That does sound real. So, did you like the Game of Thrones you saw? Uh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just saying Whether I didn't he liked like it. it or not, it's not a spoiler, yeah. you Nazis. <laughs> I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I think it was a great episode, but I don't like it. I don't like a lot of great things. You I don't mean, like do a lot mean, of great you, oh, music. Uh, no, we can't. We honestly can't because I was, I was about to ask. Yeah, I, I haven't seen I'm it I'm not going to spoil anything. Get, get I there. think everyone's going to really enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying words to throw you guys all off guard. Yay! It's a... Uh, do you understand what's going on? Yeah, Dumbledore dies, right? <laughs> hey, spoiler, buddy. That, that actually. Were, were you the Were you the kid that was running around telling everyone that Dumbledore died? Oh yeah, was we went you, to we went to the book release night at uh, two different borders. Did you really do that? Yeah, when you work at bookstores for a long time, you start to hate books and people who like them. <laughs> Did you work at a bookstore? Yeah, yeah. Before I worked at the used bookstore, I worked at Borders Borders. Uh, are there still Borders? <laughs> nope. Are there still any bookstores? Where's, Just like vintage ones. Or... There's Barnes & Noble, you know. Yeah, they're okay. kicking. What, I wonder if they, 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 should, they should split into a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why am I Happy even, Father's Day. Just, who like, are? Yeah. yeah, who are Barnes & Noble? Why do we... Why did they put their name on Yeah, it? fuck it's, those guys. Yeah. I'm going to find out everything about them right now. Who's That's, Vaughn? An Albertson? That goes to Ralph? show you, like... like <laughs> Like Who how how amazing. Guys? Yeah, uh, I do know Jason Subway though. <laughs> you know that books were really popular, and you couldn't take your business elsewhere because there's the bookstores' names are so shitty, like like Barnes and Noble. Like like, you know, if if books had to be invented today, you'd have to call them something like Laser Blowjob. Like the store <laughs> would have to be called like Mega Max yeah. Super Read. <laughs> 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 I publish uh, super dick book fuck pussy. So is a laser blowjob really precise? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It goes right to yeah. you know where like, we like. No no yeah. no that not Z that part of skin that part. It's, of it's, it's, it's zero teeth. 
zero teeth. <laughs> that's the guarantee of a laser blowjob. Those don't really exist, though. That's an urban myth. You've heard it a thousand Just times kidding. before. This is like a, a guy, the spokesman on the commercial is on an all-black set, like an onyx set, and he's walking towards camera in his gray uh, suit. He's like, like, of course, it's a blowjob. There's going to be some teeth. That is now a matter of the past. With laser blowjobs, and then they do this CG thing. And it just spirals around your yeah. dick. And, yeah. And they just cuts to these testimonials of guys going like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, uh, my, you know, you my, think blowjob, the little bit of teeth is okay. It's like rat hair in your cereal. <laughs> <laughs> On paper, laser blowjob sounds horrible. <laughs> there's, a, there's a final guy that's like, like it's hardly even a job anymore. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I just got blown. Yeah. There's a whole like backlash to laser blowjobs that are like, you know, I like the teeth. I thought they were okay. Oh, yeah. that's Oh, those are the hipsters in yeah. Silver Lake. Yeah. The, <laughs> the David Cross character with the yeah. scarf. <laughs> Blowjobs are supposed to involve teeth. <laughs> That's the point of them. <laughs> it makes them feel better. Uh, okay, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Teeth. Well, what? what? Teeth. Uh, what did you do? Don't make us drag it out of you. Did you bring Start- a D&D adventure for us tonight? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. here. Well, I don't, you know, I don't assume anything about you. That's good. That's safe. <laughs> Have you been enjoying being my assistant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Conflict of interests. All right. All right. Well, nothing else to talk about? Father's Day? Did you talk to your dad today? Yeah. You know, my dad's in... <laughs> Rehab? It's in a not American country. I'm not sure which. It's terrible. I think it's, I think <laughs> oh. it's Colombia. Why Might does he... be Brazil. Why does he go? Uh, he lives there now. What? What? Your dad moved to Colombia? Yeah, you know, a lot of things happen. A lot and of you, things happen. And you're not sure which country your dad well, once moved Once it's to? out of America, it's like, who cares? I can't do anything about it. Wait, did your dad move there for work? Yeah, well, I mean, he's hoping to get work. He's just moving there, yeah. I mean, my parents, just they're doing all country. sorts of crazy shit now, you know? My mom's, like, uh, traveling the country. I don't know. They got all this money that I'm sure I'm never going to get now. <laughs> just spending it on being al- alone. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I have to be alone broke it sucks anyway well my dad sent me a letter he got he, uh, he, he found a pickpocket's hand in his pocket and he punched him in the face Jesus and it made me realize my dad has punched a lot of people in the face like he punched a different guy in the face that he thought was stealing something from him we don't know if he actually was I saw he ripped the rear view mirror off of a car of a guy that was driving too fast in a parking lot and then he threw it at him. He didn't he didn't he didn't hit the car with it, but it's just the, the there's such malice there. I mean, I love my dad, but he, apparently violent. Everyone deals with divorce in different ways. That was all before. <laughs> That's all normal. That's part of the course. The, the divorce was the mirror he should have been ripping off the car. <laughs> he was it was coming up in unhealthy ways. <laughs> Finally, he was like, "Oh wait, I, yeah. don't, I don't have to punch other men. I can just break up my family. I can punch my marriage." Oh. Oh. So they really are separated. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's in a different country. When did that when did this happen? How long ago? I don't know. It was right after he came on the show and he came up behind the table and he was like he was going, Hey, I'm Spencer's dad and then uh It was after that? After that. I don't know. I think our show <laughs> broke up your parents. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, well, I was always confident that once I left, there would be nothing left because my parents were always using me as like the crutch. They'd be like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about your father. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. About... And that's like, well, I can't be, the, you know, <laughs> if that's that's not going to fail. You guys want me out of here. Let's so. stay together for our, for the kids. Uh, our kids are Grizzly Adams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's our kids are seven feet tall. They <laughs> when all my friends, parents were getting divorced back in middle school and high school, it seemed so fashionable and cool. Like, I definitely could have cashed it in back then. Now it's yeah. just like, fucking deal with it. You're 25, you piece of shit. Like, I don't have any pity anymore. That's exactly right. Once you hit your 20s, your parents divorcing is just kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's how I feel about eyeglasses. I was like... Oh. <laughs> but, but, but... Slid forward ten years, like I throughout my twenties, I would have been so hot with fucking glasses. I was in the fucking Costco optometrist every day. Are you sure I don't need them yet? Because I'd be pretty hot with them. Uh, and, and like now, my eyes are probably a little weaker. I'll, I'm eventually go in, and I'll just look like fucking Mr. Roper. No, you look like a professor. I'm oh, excited about it. She's getting turned on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Someone's getting a teethy blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. want you to know I'm there. That's a, <laughs> that's a step up from toothy blowjob. Teethy. teethy. All of the teeth are involved. Every single one makes an appearance. They, they cameo some of the molars. Uh, not just the vestigial blowjob tooth that like a bird uses to get out of its yeah. shell. Just want him to know I'm here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's the sound to see blowjob. <laughs> um, do you have have either of you received uh, such a job and not said anything and just kind of like suffered through you it? You don't ever say anything. You yeah. can't be like, hey. First of all, thank you so much. <laughs> Listen, forever in your death, debt, etc. Definitely, like you don't you don't give someone notes on their performance at a soup kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you kind of. Hey, kind of, kind of an asshole with that ladle. Yeah. Oh, really? Maybe I should never come back yeah. here ever yeah. again. Exactly. No, thank you for coming down here and giving yeah. out soup. Yeah. You're a hero. <laughs> It's not the best soup I've ever had, but it's fucking soup. <laughs> Even terrible soup is better than no soup. <laughs> I will you guys are nice, I think, nice guys. I, I think in the past, I you think that something. I think if somebody asks, if somebody asks for notes, really, really? <laughs> I'm always ask, like A plus at Pillow Talk. Well, if they go, I, I if guess they, I'll if be they go, like, Do you later. like the way I, uh, you know, if they, if uh -huh. they, I'm like, well, you want to really? You want to? I mean. Then I, and then I start with the I, I go like you're fucking aces yeah great no problem thanks for doing it and and then it's like if 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 pressed for it if there were teeth involved I might say uh, oh I guess maybe do you, do you know <laughs> oh, that I don't thing, want like your Columbo, teeth involved like oh just one one more thing um, yeah I mean isn't I, but, it super but, painful isn't that kind of a crazy thing to just kind of let go. 
Well, they might like if someone if someone were like they might if it was know, the other way around. And Listen, and no one's like gnawing on your thing down there. Yeah. That's not happening. So no, even, no one's gnawing on my thing. It's um, just like a bit of rat hair in your cereal. Uh, right, right. Okay. I, I see. Take, so it just comes in and go. You know. Yeah, I would I, take okay. the worst blowjob I've ever had over the best pizza I've ever eaten. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the goal because for some strange scientific purpose, they're like, okay, let's create the perfect blowjob. All right, I mean, you want to go down this road. I guess we could try, but I, I have a, I have, I have, a, I have a feeling the notes would result in a lot of. Uh, there'd probably be no more blowjobs. Well, I don't know. Or the next time it's like, like this, like, like you said. Okay, all right. You don't have to be sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, keep your blowjobs sincere. <laughs> I said ball play, not racket yeah. ball. Yeah, I don't need an ironic blowjob. <laughs> I wish there was a cooler term than blowjob. Blowjob sounds so... Or ballplay or teethy or anything. <laughs> First of all, like, suck job is a much more descriptive... Well, do you know, I was... I, I read this Nobody's somewhere. ever blowing on that. The etymology of the word blowjob is... Uh, they, they think comes from the idea of... Uh, it's it, it's not what you think. It's not the idea that the, the um, vendor of the... <laughs> The merchant. I was gonna say woman, and then I was like, 2014. Fucking like. Yeah, no, you're right. Who knows? Yeah, vendor is the way provider. more sensitive. Yeah, the provider. The giver. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the the idea isn't that that person is doing anything and I mean, blowing, sucking anything. It's nothing to do with that. It comes from the idea of blowing off steam. It's blow. It's the it's the receiver uh, blowing. Oh. Blowing They're is blowing, blowing is wad. Blowing is load. Oh. Blowing. It's Victorian slang. Because it was it was it was like a quick, For what? quick a quick dirty like like give him a blow job. Let him blow off his yeah, let his him relax steam. A <laughs> it's a steampunk uh, terminology. I really think that's that was like the, that's how they understood humanity to work had to do with steam, and it comes from that. And that's what I read. I was like, oh, that actually makes so much more sense than all these years of going like, well, yeah, why do they? Yeah, that's <laughs> not Stop ever it. part Stop of it. Stop doing that. I'm not a balloon. Yeah. I'll take teeth over that. Yeah. I thought when I was a kid, I, I didn't know what it was. I'd heard the term. I thought it was that the point was for the person to blow air into the hole. Yeah, yeah. And that's what felt really good. Of course good. you would think I was that. like, I want, I want to do inflate all the way. <laughs> of course you would think that because you, when you're a yeah. kid, you have a little wiener and you yeah. look down at it and the obvious analog it's is... like a little hole, yeah. Is the stem on the basketball or the tire of your dirt yeah. bike. <laughs> like you... <laughs> you, like, you go like, oh, a blowjob. I'm going to get a blowjob one day. Oh, I guess, that'll, I guess that'll be when someone that's pumps me hole. up with this yeah. little, this little doodad yeah. down here. Yeah. <laughs> Would that feel good? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I bet it wouldn't feel terrible. I mean, yeah, in a, in a if world you had, where... like, a compressed air thing that you use to clean off, like, your keyboard... Well, that you know, would feel weird. I bet that would feel good. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like, inserting it into the urethra. I'm talking right. about, no, like, a, just... Oh, three outside. inches away, like, it's a circuit oh, board. Yeah. Psst. 
really. But there's some, like, like if you were really trying some, to dust it off, I bet that would feel good. I there's bet always some splatter in that. You know, the liquid that's always in oh, there. Oh, it freeze your dick. Yeah, no, oh. it'll burn your dick. Burn it. Well, it, yeah, like you know the, fr- the frost. But, but yeah. like a fun burn. There's very little. There's very little you can do to the dick that would really hurt it, and you'd know what it is. If you're like, would this hurt it or not? It probably won't. It'll be great. Yeah. There's very little fun in burning something. But it's like a freeze like burn. Like candles. It is like a freeze burn. I don't see your point. That's still bad. No, but listen. Look, take down your pants. Someone I grab mean, a thing. Listen, it okay. would feel like having your tongue stuck to a frozen pole, except it's your dick. It would be terrible. Like you sure it's fine. Like, I've you, had I've had that spray stuff on my like hand and my body. It yeah. burns yeah. for minutes. Yeah, but it it's, burns, a, it's like uh, isn't yeah. it? A, but it burns fun, right? In the way that have it like inflicting pain on yourself is fun. Like sometimes you prick yourself with like a thumbtack and that's fun. It's not like when you get your dick involved. That's a whole. Oh yeah, I mean I'm masochistic. Sure. I okay. I've done that freeze thing to myself all the time, and it's like a fun burn. But that's it's your not like a thumb arm. Right? Wait, are you are you joking? You you really you hurts. use compressed air on your penis? No, but uh. I'm, I've done it on my arm, and it feels fine. And I had never thought uh. of it until now. And I swear to you, within we, a week, gonna, I will do it. T- t- tonight in Los Angeles, the staples are gonna be yeah. So <laughs> there's gonna be. A- I swear. While you guys were talking in my head, I was like, "Well, it's after ten. Staples is gonna." to be closed when I'm done. <laughs> hey, did you ever hear that thing? Did you ever talk about that thing, that tape head cleaner thing? With the... the, the t- for tape, your speaking of staples and things you can buy there that, 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 that for sexual purposes, <laughs> there's a, 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 a VHS head cleaner uh-huh. fluid. Yeah. Uh, that's like a thing. People would huff it, to... uh, and it, 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 it dilates your butt Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it does. Which I didn't even—I didn't even think dilating it would be like, like, why would you? Well, because like, oh, make it nice and big. Well, no, that's no, not—that's not what I wanted when I looked at you across the room. I—I I didn't, I didn't want a dilated butthole. I want a—I want a snug, snug little, but even dilated glove finger. <laughs> I'm assuming, <laughs> putting myself in the shoes of a man about town. <laughs> <laughs> what am I in the market for? I want it, I want it good and dilated. Well then, well then, just get a bucket put of it water. In a coffee cup. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't, it, isn't the idea that it's tiny? No. No. But even a dilated butthole is pretty tiny. <laughs> Probably. I isn't guess the so. idea more about the receiver's pleasure when it comes to yeah? It's about your relaxing. Butthole, like oh, they, okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I get and your that. prostate and the way your body is, it's not like okay. Like your the uh, brain the brain wants the reach exceeds the grasp. You're like I want I want something up my butt, but my butt doesn't know that my butt my butt's just doing its job. It's yeah. keeping everything in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the butt I doesn't want. Know. Yeah, I'm Timothy. I want. I want. I want it. I want it. I want something up there. So then you go to Staples. Yeah. You're like. Boing. Is that the sound? And then, and then, Mr. Mr. Henderson, I'm here uh, to clean your pool. Now I'm just writing a whole gay porno. Yeah. Timothy and Mr. Henderson. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, oh, I, you, Timothy. I, have, I have all this extra uh, tape cleaner, and these things are these. I'm not, not I mean, using a VHS player anymore. Oh, geez, Mr. Henderson, I just came from Staples. Uh, uh, I'll clean the pool now. No, Tommy, do you, are you saying you like to go to Staples? 
Oh, geez, you know, it's, it's the fruit one-stop trip for all your office supply needs. <laughs> oh, boy, you, you know, Mr. Henderson, you're really allowed to put more chlorine in your pool. There's like a lot of plankton in here. <laughs> swish, 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 swish. That right, sounds uh, like Rick, doesn't it? Yeah. Mor- Morty. Mor- Morty. 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 Uh, Tommy! Yeah, it sounds like Morty. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, well... Uh, should we do some D&D? Yeah, we got 11 minutes. Oh, we need another person, right? Do we? Uh, uh, we could, you, oh, you would play you would play Jeff's character because you're comptroller. Aaron would play Mulrain. <laughs> yeah, I guess we need a, we'd need a volunteer to... Uh, Dan! Who's, who's, who's really earned... Well, Dan had his moment in the sun. I'll be Christopher. Uh, wait, uh, wait. Let's not. Let's not. Well, actually, let's use that guy because otherwise he'll be so embarrassed that he shouted that out, right? What? Someone said, "I'll be Christopher." Who said that? Come, come on up. <laughs> Hello. What is your name? Uh, I'm Mark. 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 Everybody. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mark is wearing a shirt that says "Cock Sparrow." Cock Sparrer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mark, are you from LA? Uh, I'm from San Diego, but I moved to L.A. like two years ago. Oh, oh where in San Diego? Uh, Escondido, North County. Uh, cool, I'm from uh, uh, Rancho Bernardo. Are you really? Yeah, man. Those are adjacent <laughs> cities. I know. I worked at that mall. I worked at Hot Topic oh in Escondido. God, are you kidding me? No, man? I'm not kidding. You probably you probably saw you pubescent me walk in there and buy, buy like uh, wrist guards and, and weird like stuff like that. Oh, right. Cool. Why are you? Yeah. Why does it sound like you're mocking him? Yeah. <laughs> because I, is that the San Diego accent? I'm not. I'm not mocking him. I guess it does sound like I'm mocking him. Uh, I just wanted to do it, his it's accent. A San Diego and it does remind me of home. And I guess I did talk like that for right. a time. And I worked at Hot Topic. I didn't know so. that was a San Diego accent. It just sounds like, oh, cool, yeah. Did you do that? Oh, awesome. <laughs> you fucking piece of human shit. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Well, I'll, I'll take ten. Yeah. Fuck face. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, rad! Fuck off! <laughs> Gets uh, a little gnarly down there. Does get gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Do you board? I, I don't board. <laughs> I'm sorry. No do you, boards. Do you dilate your, your butt? <laughs> also, how old are you? <laughs> Before I... Because <laughs> you may have come here with your dad for Father's Day. <laughs> No, my, my dad's in Escondido boarding. Don't okay. worry about it. All right. Cleaning VHS yeah. tapes. All right, we're, we're, we're going to do a little uh, eight-minute uh, lightning round of D&D. Yeah. Uh, so who is a... Uh, it's Mark, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mark will be playing... Uh, they should be in order. I wish we could play for longer. I, I kind of like the eight minutes, oh, to be sometimes, honest. Sometimes we go right. over time. Yeah. Oh, it's a little fast. We've got ten minutes. I can't There's trust more, anybody. Oh, here, pass him down. I got mine. Thank you. Sorry. A clock's a machine. <laughs> Thank you. Can't argue with that. I found a top-down, top-down turn-based RPG oh, yeah? today that I might like. I can't remember what it's called. iOS game? Swords and Liberty. Or... I love both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a really generic name, and it's, it's it, there's no frill. I just really like I, I've been searching forever for just I just want a nice top-down turn-based RPG. Yeah, I love dungeon strategy. crawler. Just want a Oberon. Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, people love the new the Diablo Three supposed to be good. 
Dark not Souls is not top. No, fuck Dark Souls, man. I you can't. tried that. That's the Sudoku of uh, video games. <laughs> oh, I should have. I guess I'll start over, and this time I'll wear corn for a hat. <laughs> that was the old. That was the big mistake I made that cost me three hours. <laughs> That's how your Sudoku experience is? Yeah, like, Sudoku, it's like I tried it once and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then I realized like, you needed a after six hat. hours, I was like, oh, I haven't been doing this right at all. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, I mean, is Dustin going to music me? Am I going to? Yeah, yeah. All right, here all we right. go. Sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm a diva. <laughs> I require musical stuff. Last time on Harmontown, <laughs> our heroes had made it to the floating isle of paradise. With the help and unwitting sacrifice of the seekers of paradise, they had arrived. And after meeting and greeting with Yomiji, the angelic guardian of the realm, they found the Tarragon of Virtue and used it to cure Krista Berg, unleashing the demonic and ghostly Admiral Darkstar, who possessed Yomiji's body and compelled the angel into mortal combat. In the fierce battle, the island caught fire, enveloping in the field of battle in blazing flames and choking smoke. The gang resolved to escape, but then quickly changed their minds, deciding to fight, activating their armulets and unleashing their elemental powers. But even Quark's sleep could not extinguish the consuming conflagration of the island. The gang fired arrows and slashed at Yomiji, but nothing seemed to be working. Finally, Sharpie had a quick burst of insight, <laughs> insight and blasted the angel with reduced person, shrinking his form by half, turning the hulking Arkin into an average Chad. But would our heroes be able to cut down their fun-sized foe, or would the fun fail to free our friends from fate's fiddling fingers? <laughs> Find out next time on Harmontown. I guess people like alliteration. <laughs> I like it too. It's fun. Questions? <laughs> there always are. What if we did? What if we did a practical joke on Spencer where we all just sat here in silence? <laughs> uh, I guess he would just slowly kill us with this rampaging monster. I, okay, so uh, distracted by your alliteration, uh, the, our exact circumstances are that uh, did we, we we shrunk this guy, but. We were going to head back for the portal, right? Yeah. That's like, before the last episode, you were like, let's run. And then at the top of the last episode, you were like, let's not run. Right. And then you started fighting. So right. that's what was happening. But then we didn't we, we were running back for the portal, or mm -hmm. we're just fighting this guy? You had, you had reduced him to six to right. half his normal size. He's, he's the size of a mere man. All right. Let's kick this guy's ass. But, yes. but no, knowing that once we do, this spirit will be free and... That's the feudal part of it. You oh, stand, right. you stand right. amid build that dummy. You stand amid the flaming isle of paradise, surrounding. You're surrounding the six foot tall Yomiji. It's hard to see because smoke blocks out the sky and wind whips past your faces, but you can see the clouds above you soaring upwards, away from you. As then you feel a sense of uh, vertigo as you realize that the floating island might not be as floating as it once was. Uh-oh. In fact, it's uh. starting to fall from uh. the sky. Oh, shazbot. 
Uh, and, and what did we deduce about that portal last time? Like, when we talked about running back into it, there was shit flying out of it that was hurting us? Well, yeah, it looked kind of like a painful portal. Like, because you remember the first time you right. went in, it sucked you through, it hurt you. And, it, and, our, and, it, and the final word was that it's not an option as an exit. I don't know. I mean, I didn't say that, certainly. I, I don't know how you guys came to whatever decisions you did last week. Do any of us have tape head cleaner? It might be easier to get back in that portal. Get that portal widened out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just widen it up. Yeah. Uh, um, so wait, so we're, we're trying to jump up into the portal? No. No. Well, you're standing on this floating island that's on fire. You're surrounding this angel guy who you've been fighting. Well, now we can kill him, right? Can I pull out my flaming sword and attack this thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I need dice. <laughs> is this tape head cleaner thing real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah tape head cleaner like yeah. It when you're picking your up the compressed air, pick up some of the tape head cleaner. Now and also, I heard the same thing about amyl nitrate poppers. That that's like that that's oh, part yeah. of the effect. Like, it right. gets you high, but it also makes right. your butthole get bigger. Is that right? I don't know. It's, you, we have a staples party. We'll all find out. You were nodding <laughs> vociferously when you said that. Poppers are a real triple threat. But isn't, but isn't that what Gary Oldman's doing in The Professionals? So when you watch that movie and he's like, I love Mozart, whatever, is, it, like, is his butthole like, like, like dilated? Yeah. He's just shitting his pants. I think you're just more open to the world when your butthole is dilated. Right. So it's a you're open to every, you're literally more open to the world. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. Mozart. Anything else you want to get in there? I really want to try it now after all this talk. It's just a, to it, see. It's good old fun. <laughs> um, okay, so I get, get out my flaming sword and I go and I go, go right at it. You go right at it, cleaving a hefty strike directly towards his torso, but he neatly parries with his flaming shovel. It seems he's not out of the fight just yet. I, I, I think we should re, re, go into the portal. Get out of here. We accomplished our goals. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to overstate things, but yep, we came here for here. a reason. Paradise and, is falling. And this guy, yeah. if we kill him, he's got a gagu in him that goes into the next guy. All right, yeah. I say we run for the fire exit. Definitely. Sometimes sometimes heroism looks identical to cowardice. Like, <laughs> but running away from something always looks like cowardice. Yeah, but, but if you run away long enough, you'll come back around the other side. And you'll... <laughs> Let's run away from... Columbus hot... ran from Europe. Look what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. America right. happened. <laughs> I, don't, I shouldn't have to spell this out. <laughs> So you look around for the portal, but it's not where you left it. it Shit. You look up. It seems it's maybe about 20 feet and falling fast. Uh, I fucking mean, island's I, falling. I, uh, I, I tie. Okay, I have 100 feet of rope, everybody. 100 feet of rope. I'm going to tie the rope to my foot, and then I'm going to use my boots of spry springing. And I'm going to hop up into the portal, leaving a rope behind for everybody to... climb up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ta-da! <laughs> Using your boots of spry spring, you spring spryly up towards the portal and grasp its razor-sharp edge. Its hand, your hands are sliced by the polygons of the portal's edge, but you catch hold. Blood drips into your eyes, but you know you're going to be able to climb through this I'm thing. I'm a hero! Oh, wow. 
you pull yourself through into uh, the the ruined um, hideout of the Seekers of Paradise. That's where the portal came from. You're safe with a rope on your foot. Get to that rope, gentlemen. The rope's being, you know, pulled by the falling. But you get it. Who wants to get it? We all do. Yeah. Who, who goes first? Well, uh, as as a tortured artist in this falling rock of paradise, mm. I kind of like the band in Titanic. I feel like I should sing "Lady in Red" as this thing falls to its death. Mm. Yeah. Instead right. of so giving it a good send off, but also go Not for the death. rope. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, okay. Yeah. Also yeah. the rope. Just making sure. Yoshimi was cool. Let like, me go last. I can use my uh, teleport cape to 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 grab it, no matter how high it goes. So so you guys go. Go before me. I feel like I should mention that. That's used up for the time. Fuck you. Oh. You're such a fucking dungeon master. It's like I enforce some rules. <laughs> All right, fine. I grab the rope. I kick everyone out of the way. <laughs> you grab the rope first. Is Happy it... Father's Day! <laughs> you guys continue to grab different parts of the rope. I don't know why I'm describing that. As you sing a soulful melody. I do. Lady in red. You see the island fall away from you as Yomiji looks up going, and then he realizes he has wings and flies away. (laughs) Okay. All right. We don't care where he's You guys are just hanging from a hole in the sky. Let's, well, can we crawl up it? We yeah, climb yeah, up yeah. it. All right. We destroyed a whole island. <laughs> it's okay. Don't think about the past. <laughs> I can't. It's gone. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys pull yourself up into this portal. Uh, you each take some damage, though. It's okay. All right. Mulrain takes five. Um, not Christopher, but Quark takes eight. Christopher takes one and you take two. Great. <laughs> yeah. Got off, got off easy. Um, so you pull yourselves into the ruined, the ruined, uh, what do you call it? Hideout. What did I call it? Hideout. The, Hideout yeah. of the Seekers of Paradise. It looks like a bomb went off. All the things, there's sh- furniture, it's sheared in half. Everything's just shattered and exploded. And half the stuff that used to be in the room is just gone completely. Hmm. Uh, this is shitty in here. The, the portal still stands, though, just kind of like an open sore in the sky. And there's nobody else in here except for us, right? Um, well, you do see that, you know, scattered, mutilated body parts of the gnomes that exploded when you unleashed that portal. But um, I, I, sur- I searched their bodies. Jesus. You, got, you see it. Listen, we're just being practical. We should have been searching bodies all along. I put, I put pennies on their eyelids and look for letters to their parents. No. In you case. see, there's a torso that seems to have a long dagger, a coin purse, as well as a small sketch of a, of a female gnome. Um, uh, we I, take everything except for the sketch. <laughs> well, the, other, I, I, the other gnomes don't have anything or it's been removed from their body. I, I want to take the sketch. Okay. I take the sketch and I make it into a necklace. Because maybe later someone will be like, oh, I know her. You know. Wait, do you do the necklace now or is it just you're going to make a necklace? I'm very fast. Yeah, okay. So you yeah, make so a necklace then. of the sketch. Can, can you describe the sketch a little bit? Like, what she look like? It's pretty shitty, to be honest. I mean, this guy was obviously no artist. But the sentiment shows through. You know, we're obviously uh, a gnome. I gotta tell you the truth. My OCD, like, I... I 
I, I wanted to come in from through the portal and say to anybody who was waiting on the other side, do not go in there. <laughs> do not go in there. Right. Like that? And I couldn't, like, I was like, is there anyone else here? Is there... Shit, I, you like, should have said it. I didn't that... want to carry it around with me. That would have been so a great line. So now it's line. done, just forget it. But you know what? We all appreciate Thank the line. Yeah. We get the same joy from it. Do you want to go through it. the portal, come back in, and do the bit? Yeah. No, but no. pretend we did. We just got here. Okay. <sighs> now say it. Do not go in there. Oh! <laughs> Father's Day. Uh, all right. Well, we uh, we ought to get out of this building and uh, get back to our lives. Wait, we're just going home? <laughs> well, we, I mean, this is the culmination of a big, long uh, campaign for us. We this finally got end? Kumail's character free of curses. God, feels so good. Uh. He has no dick still. <laughs> Didn't I get a better dick, though? You have a dragon dick in your bag. True. I didn't want to do it myself, but I think you should attach the dragon dick where your real dick would be. Oh, most definitely. I have your blessing. Um, I would like to attach the dragon dick on the stump of my former dick. Like, just yourself? Like, with... Um... Hmm, what do I have? Well, I have some dick dick husbandry. Yeah. You can borrow a needle and thread. May I? That doesn't sound good. You're probably going to gnome to do it, like a team of gnomes. Yeah, Bill Mardigan's has a lot of cool gnomes. Let's go look around. We'll see if we can find some. Let's step outside this building into the daylight and stretch our arms. And and we hear the foliage sounds of, of, of wagons clipping and clopping. It's like Deadwood sound library stuff. A lot of background chatter. Well, well, oh, there two gold pieces for that. Yeah. Oh, what part is Get your coffins here. <laughs> and you you find yourselves out front of uh what is it now? Spizwad's weird bungalow. The magical fellow from before. He got you to steal all those cigarettes. I guess he didn't steal them, but, you know, whatever. He was going to help you magically. He might be a guy. Is he going to be upset because we just came out of a building with, like, gnome body parts in it? We, we're not going to tell him. <laughs> uh, I hide my picture. <laughs> yeah, let's get our story straight about this. We, we went to a secret gnome meeting where they play with buttons that open portals. Like, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were there when it happened, but that, we just leave out the parts where we did anything. I mean, yeah. overall, are we... What are, what are we doing? I mean, like, are we, are we, do we have a mission for good? Or are we just always trying to save our own necks? Like, do we have a... Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that wow. is intense. This, this world barely has plumbing, and you're asking questions like that. It's, uh, I'm impressed. I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of shit on this trip, hey, obviously. Hey, hey, hey. Help me out. <laughs> I just imagine that you were p- petting my head, I guess. This, this is one of those rare moments between campaigns where we, we, we you know, we've, we finished our shit and we, 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 we we're not beleaguered by anything else. It's, okay. it's nice. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we, we, we've been through a lot together. Can we all write down um, this the scariest thing that's happened, the worst thing that's happened on this trip on a little piece of parchment and just sit around a fire and talk about it and just throw it in the fire and let it go. Yeah, I mean, do you want to build a fire now? Yeah. 
Sh- it, it seems like this is a good yeah. point to sort of end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a little sleepy. It, it is a little sleepy. There's no reason for anybody to tune back. <laughs> I, I, I pretend that I see a woman in a red cloak up the road. <gasps> is that the lady? Hey. It is the lady in red. <laughs> Monica! <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. Okay. No. All right. Uh, I, uh, I go into the nearest tavern. You enter the nearest tavern, a place by the name of the Rusty Buckle. I What's fo- up? I follow, I follow, I follow him in. As do I. You just see three gnomes and what looks like a baby standing around a table. There's no one else in the room. Is it an Gentlemen? adult gnome that looks like a baby? Uh, oh, no, it's, it's it a just ba- looks, looks like, like a baby. baby. I That's, see. Okay. Yeah. It's a baby gnome. Fellas, I see your baby is standing. <laughs> Not not standing. No? He's, no. He's in a bassinet or yep. what? Okay. All right. See Does he need a drink? What are you guys drinking? Baby. What are you drinking? We drink, uh, you know. Gnome. Newers. Gnome Newers. All right. Newers? Yeah. Bartender. Like, don't they have a uh, Naps Blue Ribbon? Yeah. <laughs> they definitely do. A round of Newers for my gnome friends. Everybody. I'll get a nettle one. <laughs> On the shrubs. He gets it. But, uh, yeah, so you get them around. They're yeah. like, thanks. We're yeah. going to go back to looking at our shit. <laughs> what are, what are we... you guys looking at? Your baby? No, no, just the plans for him. You got a plan for a baby? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby's already there. You don't need to plan it anymore. Yeah, well, the I mean, baby's the baby done. just didn't get here without planning, now, did it? Well, wait, so you're going over the plans for the baby that's here? Yes. For the, like, what, you're let me check. Let me take a look at these. Let me take a look at these. It's a detailed, multi-layered blueprint schematic that you don't even begin to understand. But on the first page, you see something that looks like an eyeball. I get this. You guys make babies? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Quark, you're a gnome. What was your plan when you were born? I, I mean, I, I just came out. <laughs> I didn't really have a plan. I don't get... Is, are these plans to make the baby? Or when the baby happens, then the plans for the baby's life? No, these are the plans to make this. I mean, you guys keep calling it a baby. I guess it looks like a baby. It's more like a little automaton. Oh. Uh, uh, it's I... a cyborg baby. <laughs> What's there... a cyborg? A cyborg. Or... Is that like a golem? Is it like an android? Yeah. it's like a What's golem? an android? It's like, like a, a, it's like a golem. It's like a golem. Mr. Mr. Gnome, can I? Is there somewhere where I can buy one? No, no, you just gotta make them. <laughs> okay, can I? Can I get the recipe? Well, we have these plans, but they're very costly. How costly? Eight hundred gold. I, I think what we should do, and this is a crazy, crazy pitch. I want to make bad a baby. pitch. Let's take the baby golem and fucking run out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know. I well, can we at least steal the plans? Nah, come on, guys. I want to make. I, I really want to make. We're a not little... saying this in front of these guys. Can we talk over by the yeah. gnome equivalent of a yes. jukebox? <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't give a fuck what you say to me. I'm going to steal those plans. And I don't care what the fuck you're gonna say to me. I'm taking that bait. Can I? Can I impress upon you guys that we've been through a lot this year? I, How much that we better just would it be? Finished? Listen, imagine your life right now. Now imagine it with a baby robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's only better. 
these gnomes, they helped us. They, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, literally. We killed them already. We're already... Well, like, then what's a few more? <laughs> we're already here. We're not killing them. We're just taking their baby robot. <laughs> I'm sure draw, we have 800 gold pieces between us. I draw, you, you really don't. I draw my bow, and I point it at the gnomes, and I say, Give me the plans, what little the ones. What the fuck? <laughs> Give me the plans. They slowly like hold their hands up, like just, just be careful, you know. Okay. They're on the table. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm really Quirk. sorry about this. Quirk, Quirk, grab the plans and grab the baby. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait. <laughs> what did they, you started playing sociopath finder. <laughs> all right. That's enough. That's good enough ending. Yeah. 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 Thanks for coming. Thank you, Zach. On audio, thank you, Justin Marshall, for recording everything with his earphones. Thank you, Mark, for playing Christopher. Bethany and Dan. Thank you, Dan, and and who is the Bethany uh, for coming Bethany. up and getting your tickets? Thank you, Kumail, for filling in. Thank, thank you, everybody at Meltdown Comics. And uh, we'll see you next. Uh, oh, come come to the. There's still seats left. Come to the uh, L.A. Film Festival uh, screening tomorrow night. Google it. Figure out how to get there. I'll be there, and you can watch the Harmonton documentary. You've been waiting for it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, can, you, there's got to be a tweeted, way. I tweeted. I tweeted Twig ticket links. I tweeted them. I'll tweet them later he tonight. Ticket links. Follow me on Twitter at the Zixler. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. 
That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 